0: You can't dress up being a sinner. I've tried. So you'll try to act like a Christian. How many of you have ever tried to act like a Christian? Like, I like how y'all telling the truth. Like, man, I, I, I acted. And so you can dress up Christianity. But if it, is, if it isn't real, it isn't real. And the only way that Christianity becomes real is when the spirit of the living God comes inside of you. So last night, some of you came up, a lot of you came up and you said, I want to know God. And I believe you. And a lot of you came up last night and you said, I want to go right now and do what God has called me to do. And I believe you. But I also believe and know in my heart that if you don't have the spirit of the living God inside of you, you won't go. And if you don't have the spirit of the living God inside of you, you won't know God. Amen. The Bible says in the book of Acts that Peter and John had just healed a man. The power of God touched him. And he got up. He had been paralyzed. And he gets up and he's moving around. And they're proclaiming the name of Jesus. And they take him into court. They went to court for loving Jesus and doing miracles. So they take him into court, and Peter says boldly, in Acts 4.13, Peter says boldly, Jesus is the only reason that this miracle was done, and Jesus is Lord. And it says that the people that brought them into court and the very people that were against them were amazed because they could see they had been with Jesus. My friends tonight, I'm asking you, can anybody tell you've been with Jesus? Because Peter and John healed a man. That's sign number one. But number two, it says they knew they were uneducated. And they were untrained. They had no ability to have that much power and grace and love and peace and joy. So they said, we know he's been. They've been with Jesus. Can anybody tell that you've been with Jesus? They should be able to. I'm not asking you, can they tell you've been to church? I'm not asking you, can they tell you came to camp? I'm asking you, can they tell you've been with the living God? Because there are signs following those that have been with the living God. And there are signs and wonders following those that are filled with the spirit of the living God. When you come to know God, like many of you said you wanted to. When you come to know God, people ought to know about it. They ought to be able to see it in your life. Amen. And it ought to be amazing. Let me tell you what so many people today are trying to be. And many people your age. You're trying to be amazing. That's why when you take selfies, y'all put like, you know, hashtag no filter. But you know, you you went out into the sunlight. You put all kind of makeup on and you're like. You got to find the one that makes you look skinny, cute. Come on, somebody. Don't act like you don't know that I'm telling the truth. Boys, too, y'all start flexing. You're like, out the gym. No flex, just natural. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. And so what you're trying to do is be amazing. You're trying. So you do your hair a certain way, and you may talk a certain way, and you may whip, and you may nay nay, and you may do all kind of things to be Amazing. But there is no way to be amazing unless the amazing one is living inside of you. Otherwise, otherwise, it's a tutu on a dog. And you look cute, but you still eat roaches. And you look cute, but you still blow snot out your nose with guests. And you look cute, but you still lick people's toes. I'm preaching. Because I've tried... To act like a Christian. But you can't act like a Christian. You just got to be one. And the only way to be one is to be with the living God. That's the only thing that makes me real. I'm real about my Christian life. I'm real about Christ. I don't leave here and cuss people out. I'm telling the truth. I don't leave here and fight. I don't leave here and I try to never leave church and then be another person outside of it. Amen. And the reason that's possible is because when it starts rising up and you're about ready to backslap somebody with both hands, like I talked about Moses last night, the spirit of God says, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 (laughs) no. That is not necessary. Now, My angels are Spanish, but not the Holy Spirit, okay? Uh, The Holy Spirit speaks all languages. It's really powerful. And so, but I get, you know, you're about ready. You're about to backslap that one right there. And they come, and the Holy Spirit, no, 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 no. And you start thinking about saying things that you know better than to say, and it's about to come out, and the Holy Spirit says, no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's not in the kingdom. One day we're going to go to the kingdom and there's certain words you're not ever going to hear. Why would I practice saying I'm here? We better move from our vocabulary what's not even going to be in heaven now. Because then you're going to get to heaven and be like silent because you don't know how to talk. Because the words you know won't come out because they're not allowed. So you're like. (laughs) You don't know what to say. We better practice the kingdom now. The only way to practice it, though, is to have God in you. And if you know your word, he's already there. And if you know your word, he's been there since before you were born. He was already in you. That blows my mind. But it's truth. When you were born, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3.11, all of eternity was already in you. So, God's already living in you. But the question is will we draw Him out by inviting a spirit led life? I don't wanna be led by my friends. I don't wanna be led by my family, although it's a great family. I don't wanna be led by other people. I sure don't wanna be led by the news. I sure don't want to be led by Nickelodeon. I sure don't want to be led by late night TV. I sure don't want to be led by hashtag no filter, hashtag Beyonce, hashtag One Direction, hashtag I don't know, hashtag, hashtag LeBron James. (laughs) I don't want to be led by this world. I want to be led By the spirit of the living God. So when people look at me, they don't see a dog in a tutu. But they see God only. And then they say, woo, you're amazing. Thank you, you're amazing. And they say, you're, like that girl last night, remember I'm in the middle of preaching, she goes, I like you. And I realized right on the spot, no, you don't like me, baby. You like the God in me. That's a sign that you're amazing. I don't want to be like amazing. Three snaps, a head roll, twerk, twerk, whatever. Hashtag, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. Look at all my likes. I don't want to be amazing like that. I want to be amazing like miraculous. I want to be amazing like part the seas and watch God's people walk through. I want to be amazing like watch the Holy Spirit change my life. Watch me not act like this world. Watch all the terror and all the fear, but watch my peace. Watch them wave their flag of terrorism and watch me raise a standard up against it. Watch them hate people. Watch them hate black people and white people and hate Mexican people and hate Asian people. And watch me take a selfie with all the people and post it on my Insta, okay? Because there's something different so when the world's talking filth you're not and when the world's talking fear you're not and when Christians are sinning you're not and when people are silent you're not and when people are hungry you won't tolerate it you got to give them food And when people are dying in their sin, you won't tolerate it. You got to let your friends know. You got to do it because there's just something different. The Bible says in Acts 1, get your Bibles out if you got them. The Bible says these are swords. Raise them up. Let's let hell see them tonight. Raise them up. Let hell see them. Go ahead. Shout while you let hell see them. This is a. You just made a declaration on hell. Like you ain't welcome here, baby. You ain't welcome. Acts one. Eight. Listen to this. This is going to be what changes your life. This is going to be the real deal for you. Acts 1 8. But you will receive power. You will receive what? Power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you and you will be my witnesses in, to the ends of the earth. You will receive what? Power. What? Power. So, let me tell you when I get around people how I know they've been with God. They have power. Amen. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you want to be powerful? Now, I don't mean powerful in the sense of I tell people what to do and they do it. You know what I'm saying? You go when I say go, tell somebody to tell them that I said that, do it or else. That's not the power that I'm talking about. I'm talking about power to operate in the miraculous. I'm talking about power that when You have family members dying with cancer, and you would speak the name of Jesus over the name of cancer. The cancer would leave. I have a friend, he's watching at home tonight back in Lamarck tonight, Lamarck, Texas, where we still ride horses. And so he's watching back. He had stage four lung cancer. Should have died. Only had a period of time to live. They told the whole thing. I came into the hospital room. His eyes were yellow. His skin was yellow. It was like death. I felt the spirit of death. I've never seen anything like it. Stage four lung cancer. He's already been told, you gonna die. And my heart, when I walked in, I just heard God say, I'll do the greatest miracle you have ever seen. Because the spirit of the living God is on the inside of you. Amen. And right then and right there, we prayed. And our church prayed. And our families prayed. And stage four lung cancer lost. And he just graduated from Bible school two and a half years later. Cancer free. Well, you know. I feel like that's probably just coincidental. You know, uh, I feel like that's just, you know, no, you can't explain that. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. And God does it when his spirit is recognized in a place. If you recognize the power of his spirit, then the spirit will show you his power. And I feel like some of you tonight want to be amazing and not like I get the fame of the world. I don't care anything about that. I get people to know me. Yeah, I want to be amazing. I want people to know who I am. I want people to see me. No, 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 no. I'm talking about you're so amazing they can only see God. That's some kind of amazing. I'm not talking about. Amazing, the way we think about amazing. I'm talking about amazing beyond your comprehension. I'm talking about God living in you and coming out of you for all of the world to see. When those guys saw Peter and they saw John, they said, I can tell they've been with Jesus. But Jesus wasn't there anymore. Where was Jesus? He had already gone back to heaven. So who do you think they had been with? The Holy Spirit. They said, Whoa, I can tell they've been with Jesus. And Jesus is in heaven like, whoop, no, they with my spirit. Jesus is in heaven. He done died on the cross, went to hell and resurrected. Y'all should have got pumped about that one right there. He already died on the cross, went into hell, took the keys right on back. Do y'all know this story? Let, let me tell you the story since you clearly don't know it. And so Jesus actually went into hell and took some keys back. That's the funniest story to me, that the devil's in there holding on to some keys that don't belong to him. I think about if one of you, what's your name? What? Luana. I like it. Luana. Luana. If she takes, she gets my Hummer keys. I drive a black Hummer. Y'all don't try to steal it. And so she gets my Hummer keys, and she comes up to me, and it's like, hey, I have something for you. It's a gift. No, baby girl, that's already mine. The devil had Jesus' keys acting like they belonged to him. No, baby, that was already his. He went into hell and took his keys back. Amen. So he got those keys back out of hell, and then he went and was exalted at the right hand of God. And that's where he is right now listening to me preach, and I think he might like it. I love you, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity, Jesus. I love you. Now, that's where Jesus is. So when these guys said, we know they've been with Jesus, what they meant was they have been with the Spirit of God. The spirit of the living God comes into you, and then, church, it ought to come out of you. It ought to come out of you. Because if Christ has truly come into your heart, if God is somebody that you really know, you can no longer be a dog in a tutu. You can no longer be a Christian acting like a Christian, but then in the world and still looking like the world. That's the problem we have to solve. Amen. Amen. He wants you to be in the church and act like the church, and then he wants you to go into the world and act like the church, and then he wants you to go into your school and act like the church, and then he wants you to go into your bedroom and act like the church. And then he wants you to get on your YouTube and act like the church. Y'all see how I got choir right there? He wants you to get on your Instagram and act like the church. He wants you to be at lunch with your friends that don't know Jesus and act like the church. He wants you to be on your sports team. And even when you lose. That one spoke to me. I don't like to lose. Act like the church. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God doesn't need you to be two people. I feel like my Spanish angel's about to come out tonight. Listen to me. Excuse me. We do not need two people. We need one person all of the time. Let me tell y'all a story about my grandma. She's in heaven tonight, Julia. She's probably enjoying this message with my dad. Okay, so my grandma, I bought. A bathing suit. She was staying at our house for a little while and uh, I bought a bathing suit and it was like a two-piece bathing suit, but it was like, you know, had the full uh, top and then the bottom came down. It was like a little short. Some Yeah, y'all know what it is. It was like a little skirt. It was it was really nice and modest, you know, and so I came to her and I said, oh, grandma just bought a bathing suit and she went, is it one piece? And I went, oh no, it's it's two pieces, but it's like real modest, you know, and she went, oh, it's two pieces. And I said, no, but look at it up. I, I took it out and I put it, also it's two pieces. So that's two pieces. Okay. And so she didn't tell me I couldn't wear it, but she gave me the, the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Also it's two pieces. So I didn't wear that one. But what God does not need us to be is two pieces. God needs us to be one piece all the time. When I was 12 years old, the Holy Spirit of God came into me. And I was never, ever the same. Are you listening? The Holy Spirit came into me. I believed in God as a child. I believed in Jesus as a child. But when I was 12 years old, the Holy Spirit came in. And when the Holy Spirit came in, as a 12-year-old, I began to see miracles from my own hands. From my own mouth, I began to pray prayers, and those prayers were answered because the Spirit of God had come in. And from that time in my life, I started acting different. I started talking different. How many of you would say, I'm just a little different, I'm talking about me? just You're just a little different. That's, I love it. I love it. I don't want you to bump into me and be like, oh, she like Tina. She like Bon Cui. Cui. She like Teresa. No, I want to be like Jade with God on the inside of her. So, when the Spirit of God comes in, he transforms you. Y'all know what a transformation is? Y'all have seen and a car becomes like a fake robot sorry i don't like the movie okay please don't throw popcorn or tomatoes all right (laughs) amen sister i got a sister out there but the car transforms into something totally different and a butterfly it goes into a cocoon and when it goes into the cocoon it transforms How many of you know before it was a butterfly, it was a worm? How many of you know before you get Jesus, you a worm, but then the butterfly time comes. Come on, somebody. Listen to me, preteens. I don't ever want to be a dog in a tutu. I don't. I want to be a child of the most high God, and I want to talk like one. And I want to look like one. And I want to act like one. And I want to touch and change people like I'm one. And I want to love people like one. Guys, when the Spirit of God is living in you, let me tell you something that becomes very evident. Love. Love. When the Holy Spirit comes in and he's indwelling in you, the Bible says he makes you his home. Oh! in. Side of you he makes his home the home needs to be clean I wouldn't have a guest in my house with roaches crawling around I wouldn't have guests in my house with the pizza boxes still out with the flies on them I wouldn't have them come into my house and we ain't got no toilet paper and we ain't got no toilet <laughs> I wouldn't have them come into my house and not be prepared for them to be in my house. I wouldn't do that for anybody coming over. I would make sure it's ready. How much more the Holy Spirit? How much more God? The Holy Spirit is God. Three in one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all equal. So it's God living in you. The home Has to be clean and ready for God. But this is the best part. The Holy Spirit is what cleans it. He comes in and he makes it ready. He comes in and he cleans you up. You ain't got to do it. He comes in and he transforms you. He makes the home ready. Then he just begins living there. And you know what I do in my home? I go in, and I come out, and I go in, and I come out, and I go in, and I come out. And you know what the Holy Spirit wants? Out! Don't take the Holy Spirit in and lock him in a bedroom. I don't go in my house and lock myself in. No, I got to come out. The Holy Spirit comes in and my friends, he wants out. He wants to touch your neighbors. Remember, God will not send you to the nations if you won't go to your neighbors. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so, when God comes in, remember God wants to come out. Amen. When God comes in, he wants to come out. And tonight, God's gonna come in He's going to come in. And he's going to clean the house. And he's going to change and transform the house. And then my friends, he's going to come out of the house. Then he's going to come back in and then he's going to come out. And then he's going to come in and then he's coming gonna come out. And your neighbors are going to know Jesus and your schools are going to know Jesus, and your parents are gonna know Jesus. Do you know when the Spirit of God came in me to me? My dad, my stepdad that was here last night, he would tell you this story. I was so on fire for the Lord and he had just married my mom and uh, they weren't really coming to church and the Holy Spirit had moved on my heart. And, guys, the Holy Spirit is a little bit different. He'll tell you things that are just a little bit different, like hug the ugly person. Go sit with the one nobody likes. That sounds like the Spirit to me. Whoo, that sounds like the Spirit to me. He tells you things a little bit different, like share your food at lunch with that kid that doesn't have it. Give a pair of your shoes away. That sounds like the Spirit. Then He'll start giving you so many shoes, all you can do is give them away. The Holy Spirit moved on my heart to clean my closet out and and give give it away. Man, I'll have a lot of clothes and a lot of stuff. And I like my shoes. (laughs) And He moved on me to just give it away. And I was looking at the outfits. I was like, surely he don't mean that one. Put it back. <laughs> this one's ugly. I'll give that one away. Pull it. Up. Surely he don't mean this one. I put it back. And I turned and walked out with, you know, my two little bags of clothes. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, "No, no, 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 no. So I go back. And we take it all out. And give it all away. And I'm like, God, I ain't got no Sunday morning clothes. I'm talking literally the next day people came up. Man, God just told me to bless you. God just told me to give you that. I got new jackets, new shoes, new workout clothes. Everything. It was ridiculous. I said, why, why did you, why? What? Oh, I just felt it in my heart. The Holy Spirit's a little bit different. So one morning, I thought the Holy Spirit tell me, go into my parents' room. I'm like 13 years old and rip the covers off and tell them, get up, we're going to church, and man, I went in there, threw it off, get up, we're going to church, and they're like, okay, so we all got dressed, and we all went to church, and I don't know if we've missed a Sunday since. Guys, when the Holy Spirit is in you, you'll change your dad. You'll change your mom. You'll change stepdad. You'll change stepmom. He'll change the things around you. And when he doesn't change the things around you, he'll change you to be bold and powerful while you're in it. Hallelujah. Do you want the holy spirit do you want the holy spirit because when you want god god already wants you so he's going to come amen